for Thursday, April 22, the 112th day of 2021. There are 253 days left in the year. Good morning, MV, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll uh, get you all caught up. It is Earth Day. We'll tell you why it should matter. We'll have the weekend funny tweets, the weekend the numbers, who we are and why we do what we do. And we say good morning to uh, one of our new guest co-hosts. We'll have that and a whole lot more coming up today here on Ian. The Know. Settling into my left. Rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. The is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. We had a big day of celebration really yesterday. Yes. And I'm sorry I wasn't be able to be on the show on our anniversary. So let me say a belated happy anniversary to you on the show. Well, thank even you. though I told you multiple times. Did you have a big day yesterday? Yes, so, I did. I think, yeah, we all did. We got to celebrate Alea's birthday all day and have birthday dinner. And then we had uh, anniversary celebration. And mm-hmm. I got a grandfather clock. <laughs> I'm gonna I, let I you did, tell it didn't whenever. I? Yes. Uh, no, I'm not saying any more than okay. that. I got right. a grandfather clock. All right. And you got something to sit on. I is did. that fair enough to say? That is fair. What it uh, what it was. So mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Well, so um we had a we had a big day. A we really want to say uh, good morning to uh, the new Shop Local Litchfield host. Good morning. And uh, she's going to be sitting in here some on uh, on the big show. Miss Elizabeth Mudadir. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so I've I've been I'll just go ahead and tell you I've been debating about your about your music, and uh, I thought I would get some input from you uh, before I decide. But ultimately, I'm going to decide. So I'll take your input, but it doesn't mean that what you say is is going to make a bit of difference. I've been really curious about this, honestly. You have. I have because you weren't sure what I was. I had well, no idea what to expect. Well, so um, you're a big baseball fan. I am. And so you understand walk-up walk music. You know, as a player, when you go to the play, you need music that gets you pumped up and ready to go. So if you were a, if you were going to the plate in a baseball game, what would your, what would your walk-up music be? That's going to change on the day. I don't know. You're putting me on the spot. I well, just wanted you to surprise me. I wanted to see, okay, this is... This is what Mark feel, feels is appropriate for me. Oh, wow. That's what we play on the days you're not here. Well, I have an old soul, but I'm not so sure about that one. <laughs> not, uh, there's a Frank Sinatra version of Elizabeth. Um there's uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. His famous main squeeze was Miss Elizabeth. Um, now, some people might, as lovingly nicknamed, might call you Betty. You know, some people, some Elizabeths are called Betty for short. So you could be Black Betty by Ram Jam. Oh, Black Betty, Mam and Am. You could do that. But I was just, I was going to let you put your two cents worth in before I ultimately chose. 
but I, I need I, it to be something very upbeat. So let's maybe skip out on what we. Just so heard. it's not this. It's, this is not it. No. <laughs> well, then Frank, Sin- Frank Sinatra is going the other direction. Yeah. This is at least in four four time. And of a medium yeah. tempo. Let's skip out on this one. Okay. Maybe the next option. Someone has surely played for you the Statler Brothers oh, Elizabeth they have. before. I was yes, just making sure. But that. I've never been called Betty. So that's a new one. Have yeah, you that, been that called? That was a little odd to me when he said it. I've, yeah, sure. Most Bettys, most Bettys are Elizabeths. Most huh. Beths are Elizabeths. Most Liz's are Elizabeths. Well, those two make so, sense to me. But Betty, that's odd. Betty's odd. Look it up. The oh, internet will tell it, you if but... I'm if I'm correct or not. Now, the other big question of the day that I think that we all want to know is that when uh, the when presidents of the United States when they leave the Oval Office for the last time, they uh, they leave a note to their successor. So even President Trump famously wrote a letter to Joe Biden. We don't know what it said, but left it for President Biden when he got to the Oval Office. So we want to know is in the shop local Litchfield desk, when you opened the desk drawer for the first time, was there a letter from Misty in there that gave you ground rules like you got to jiggle the handle or sometimes <laughs> the lock sticks or were there some odd things in there that the, the ropes that she was leaving for you? Yes. So <laughs> Thursdays, the board decides to do it at once. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. That was a key. Mm-hmm. And then she just said to have fun and to be true to myself. So that's about it. Okay. But no, no, like there was a, <laughs> did she leave the snake grabber in her office? No, no, she took but the she snake. needed to, and I just might have to get that from her. We might not have shop local if I come in and there's a snake there. It can be bequeathed to you at some point. In time. You have to earn it. You can't just be given the snake grabber. You've got to, <laughs> you have to be entrusted with it. Uh, it was a cold morning to start the morning. Uh, you may have seen a flurry depending upon where you were in the region. Uh, looking better for next week after this roller coaster we've been through uh, last couple of days. We went from snow yesterday to 82 on Tuesday, so that's nice. Oaks and Derby Day looked kind of picture perfect. 68 for Oaks Day, 74 for Derby Day. But we'll see some rain showers maybe uh, on Saturday of this week, and then uh, we'll start our trend into better conditions as we start the beginning of next work week. 57 in today under partly cloudy skies. Clouds roll in late tonight, a low of 38, and we will see some sun, breezy, and warmer tomorrow, a high of 62. Well, sure, compared to yesterday and compared to today, then, um, you know, 62 would seem warm, but by modern standards, I would have to say that... Uh, it is not. I am also excited. Elizabeth, where are you on space travel? Are you for it? Are you against it? Are you... I'm all for it. I'm not going to opt into it, okay. but you're I'm not all for go- it. You're not going to buy a ticket to Mars, no. even if you had the liquidity that no. you could invest in that? All right. SpaceX is launching four more astronauts to the International Space Station tomorrow. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you I'm going to be a little distracted tomorrow because I'm going to be paying attention to uh, crew, to no. crew dragon going on to the International Space Station. Uh, speaking of aliens, Governor Andy Bashir said seven hundred eighty-five new COVID nineteen cases reported yesterday. You all missed me yesterday, didn't you? I, I can so. tell you that you have did. No idea. Uh, Thirteen new coronavirus related deaths yesterday. The governor said, as we can see from today's case numbers, the virus isn't going away on its own. The rolling seven-day positivity rate fell slightly, and for the fourth straight day, from Tuesday's 3.44 to 3.39 percent, 
Hospitalizations decreased by a couple of patients, but uh, patients on ventilators rose to 52. 1.682 million Kentuckians have received at least their first dose of coronavirus vaccine, and we can include Elizabeth in that number. You've had yours, yes? I have. Did you get the two dose? Okay, so in full disclosure... I did not get the second dose. You're in between your doses. I'm in between. Today is okay. actually dose number two. So oh, okay. To be determined on how that goes. Okay. So, we'll, but we'll you'll be another good tomorrow. case study yes. on. Yes. So, as you know, I had the Pfizer two doses. <laughs> and uh, so she, did I. she had the J&J over okay. there. Okay. And I didn't have any problems whatsoever. And you were a little achy. Is that right? Uh, a little wonky for about 24, for that much? 36 hours. Yeah. Maybe. Just but, weird. But. Nothing did you, crazy. Elizabeth, did you have a little bit of symptoms after your first one? Major headache the, okay. of day one, and then day two, I heard all over and was very nauseous all day long. Okay, but my question then is, for your protection, if you're protected from COVID-19, was that discomfort worth it? Yes. Okay, I'm just asking, because I've I talked to different people, and they have different experiences, and even for those who had maybe some negative symptoms, I always like to know, now that it's behind you, are you happy that you did it even if it, you know, cost you a day or so? So that's uh, that's important. Still a lot of people choosing not to. But we need to get to 2.5 million so we can... Can reopen. That's what can, I'm going to call it. Can do whatever it is that we're... <laughs> can do whatever it is that we're doing. There is a story at K105.com today about the Grayson County Fiscal Court meeting from earlier this week, of which the heaviest lift was about a vicious dog ordinance. Two uh, two ordinances are being considered by the Grayson County Fiscal Court, and they have set forth the definition of a vicious dog and the penalties for violators, something they've been working on for several months. And you know, there's just a lot of nuance involved in these things because, you know, been magistrates, the judge, the county attorney, they get complaints from residents about dogs and vicious dogs, but then they send letters and they try to get cooperation from the owners of these animals and, you know, it usually doesn't go anywhere. So then they got to find something that has proverbial teeth, if you will, to, you know, offer some penalties to people that don't do the right thing. But much like beauty... Vicious is in the eye of the beholder. What might be vicious to you might not be vicious to me. And so figuring out those things that could be fair and who decides what is vicious and what is not vicious. And some people may be more scared of dogs than others that, you know, the, it's just all um, the goalposts are constantly moving. So I think the fiscal court and the county attorney have certainly had to be very prudent in deciding how far they want to go, what constitutes a violation, what the penalties are, but also what the definitions are. And so you can read about it. You can read the full uh, consideration at K105.com. And I would encourage that you you do that if you, especially if you have animals. Well, I think it's just really hard. I mean, I love animals, uh, but it's really hard to define, like, what is vicious. What is not? What is, I mean, it, 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 I, I would hate to have to make those decisions. I mean, you could have a vicious four-pound dog. Right. <laughs> it, doesn't have to, it does not have to be a pit bull or yeah. whatever. You could have yeah. 
So in its mind, it's being it might be yeah. being as vicious as it can be. I mean, my little guy doesn't even have teeth, and he thinks he's vicious. So. <laughs> well, I love I, Hank. <laughs> I've seen some toothless people that I've thought were pretty vicious. So I mean, I, I, I completely understand where Hank's coming from. Yeah. On that, uh, but you can read about that at k105.com. It seems like a simple issue until it impacts you, and then all of a sudden you think, well, but and what, but how, and who did that, and all kinds of stuff. You can also read about it at k105.com. Representative Samara Heverin with a recap of the 2021. Uh, regular session. We hope that she'll find it in her schedule to stop by in the next few weeks and have a conversation looking back on what the General Assembly uh, did. But you can also, uh, you can hear her recap about the rural hospital loan program, the federal Medicaid reimbursement increase, permanent expansion of telehealth, the prescription insulin affordability, among others. But she, the headline from her report and uh, recap is that increasing access to health care, it was a top priority in the 2021 regular session. I think we can all agree that that's for the good of all of us. The human remains found in Hart County on Saturday have been identified. State police said the remains have been identified as 33-year-old Charles Calhoun of Greensburg. He was reported missing December 23rd and was last seen alive near where his body was found in a wooded area off Locust Grove just east of Bonneville. His decomposed body was discovered Saturday night about 6.30. Cause of death is not yet known. Death investigation underway by the Kentucky State Police. Hardin County Sheriff is asking for your help in a uh, finding a missing 21-year-old woman. Sheriff John Ward said Brianna Ford was last seen Monday morning just before 9 o'clock Eastern time on home surveillance video entering a dark blue or possibly black truck with an unknown male. She had personal belongings and a puppy with her, and she was last seen in the western part of Cecilia, according to the sheriff. She added, uh, he added that Brianna's mother said she has passed mental health diagnosis. And you can, uh, if you're not watching, you can see a picture. And if you know anything about her whereabouts, 270-765-5133, or just look up the Hardin County Sheriff's Office phone number. We are learning a little bit more from State Auditor Mike Harmon on this, um, I guess I'll call it a fleecing, but uh, false claims, improper claims against uh, jobless benefits. State Auditor Mike Harmon released Volume 2 of the Statewide Single Audit of Kentucky for Fiscal Year 2020, yesterday detailing problems in the state's unemployment system. Kentucky has spent more than $17.5 billion in cash and non-cash awards received from the federal government in FY 2020, an increase of $4.7 billion from the previous fiscal year. The uh, He goes on to say that it contains 21 findings, which include five repeat findings from Volume 2 did over the previous year, and uh, it's dealing with 37 State employees who had filed for and received unemployment payments totaling near $117,000 in cases where they had gone in and overridden the system. They'd been denied. They didn't lose their jobs to begin with, so they filed for claims. Then somebody said, no, you don't qualify for that. And they said, hey, squirrel over that. And then they flicked it back and went, yeah, yeah, we do get it. And so (laughs) um, we first heard it was $55,000. And now the auditor, the chief bean counter of the state, comes in and says, no, it was $117,000. For people who have been through the ringer, 
with Kentucky's unemployment system. I would imagine that's pretty insulting for those people who are gaming the system. I would think so as well. Just generally dishonest. Grayson County High School archery seniors Tyler Woosley and Sierra Gray will compete in the state archery championship this morning in Bowling Green. They qualified for the tournament following strong performances at last month's second region tournament at Logan County High School. Gray finished as a regional champion with a 291. Woosley came in as a regional runner-up, firing a 294. The tournament is being held at four different locations, with regions being assigned to each location. So uh, they are competing this morning at Ephraim White Gym in Bowling Green. So they're underway. Uh, They just got underway, I think, at the top of the hour. So good luck to them. Are you all excited about, um, I know the both of you, I can just already tell by looking at you. Are you all super excited about the UK women's volleyball team playing in the final four tonight? Just utterly pumped. I can tell. Yeah. Don't tell me this is news to both of you. I'm really Surely more you excited all about this. the archery, honestly. Okay. And, and, and I was waiting yeah, to get a breath in because do you know this about her? This the, is right in my wheelhouse. She is. Like, She's a Robin Hood. At, you have no idea. At one point and, in my life, maybe still now, I haven't done it in a long time. But I was, I was pretty good. I was like third in the nation at one point. You in were, my age yes. Division, yeah. Okay. So now, more importantly, <laughs> timeout. I, I get, I get at least three timeouts a show. Timeout. How do you know this? And I don't know this. Well, so it, do you mind if I go right ahead? So, um, she worked with Tim Reed. Okay. All right. Group pageants. All right. All right. Now I got it. All right. And one of her things yep. was archery. So I'll let her tell it. But it, awesome. It is so good. Can you do that thing where you contort yourself to where your feet are above your head from the back and you hold it? No. No. That's why you didn't win Miss America. Yes. That's what it was. That's exactly it. She can hit an apple. There was so there was a, a pageant that I did in Bowling Green for Tim Reed, and uh, he was the director. <laughs> I think I dressed up maybe as Pocahontas. You did? No. No. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Pocahontas. There is so much to <laughs> right? there is so much to drill down on this. I'm gonna take notes. Go ahead. Okay, so I, I it was a talent portion. I really think I did dress up as Pocahontas. That's beside the point. Anyways, okay. I had a I had a timeout number two. <laughs> We're gonna use all your timeouts <laughs> in the Sorry. first segment. It's gonna be a long show. <laughs> Alea would like to let you know it's Pocahontas. Yes, Pocahontas. So, so I dressed up as Pocahontas. <laughs> okay. And um, I had a, a target. I swear it was Pocahontas. Anyways, maybe it wasn't. I'm going to have to go back and look. You have to figure it out later. I had a bow, shot, you know, I had a target, the whole thing on stage. But, yes, that was something that I really enjoyed doing. And I only started doing that because I I used to go to a local archery shop with my dad, and all of these older men would say, oh, you can't do it. Okay. So I did it, and I was really good at it. Watch me. And I really, I mean, I really enjoyed it. And then, you know, I turned 16 and decided there were other important things in life. Wow, number three in the nation at one point. I didn't realize, wow. Fun fact You can be our official archery correspondent. I'm going we're we're assigning you to uh, cover the archery team. So, all right, very good. I'm just I'm learning so much. It's I, normally I'm dispensing the no. Here you're bringing me some no. We're bringing I, you I, in I the no. I like it so much. Fun. And uh, uh, good luck to the women's volleyball team tonight. Yes. We'll be watching fi- first final four in school history. Going to be exciting. You can uh, watch on TV tonight. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on in the know. Trouble on 
is Earth Day. It's the 51st Earth Day, in fact. 1970 was the first one we celebrated. It is also Jelly Bean Day today. We learned earlier this week that's the only bean that Dennis Cook likes. (laughs) Probably the case for many people. Doesn't like lima, pinto, black, garbanzo, but he does like the jelly variety. Like them all. And uh, it's also In God We Trust Day today. It was this date in 1864. Congress passed an act allowing for In God We Trust to begin appearing on U.S. coins. The same year it appeared on the newly minted two cent piece and was soon used on other coins. And of course, as you know, pretty much the two cent piece has disappeared from uh, common occurrence. Here's the weekend funny tweets this week uh, about. Marriage. Mark says, a fun way to spice up any marriage is to surprise your spouse by doing a chore. And then when they thank you, reply with, no problem. Somebody had to do it. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. I wouldn't recommend that. No. (laughs) Felicia says, I hate it when my husband uses my favorite fork and I have to wash his black socks in bleach to teach him a lesson. Have, That's vicious. Have, is that vicious? Does that meet the Who definition has a favorite fork? of vicious? Like, is it a different fork? I have like, a favorite bowl and spoon just to know I have one available to me. Well, I understand that, but I mean, you have to have your cereal bowl. But, it's not you know, my favorite. So it's just designated. <laughs> <laughs> it's been identified. Mine. Mine, 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 mine. Do you have a label on it? Mine, mine, MB? mine. I've not gone that far. but I er, would be but, the person to put a label on it. But everyone knows <laughs> when you it. see it, like, I don't care how hungry you are. You don't touch that bowl. It becomes finger food if you have to resort but, to that listen, bowl. Listen, I've given up. Like, all the other bowls can disappear <laughs> because there's not, this is where I draw the line. This is my bowl, and that bowl better be there whenever I need a bowl. See, I don't have this problem. It's just me. I've given you all the other bowls. Oh. All of them. Not some of them. Not not a majority of them. Not just the ones you like. All of them but this one bowl. And you won't you, – you will certainly be able to guess what color it is. But do you store it with the other bowls, or do you have a designated location for said bowl? It's adjacent. Okay. It's it's close by. It gets it gets its own little pedestal. Close to its friends, but it's still a little distant. I don't want it to feel too lonely. Okay. In the event it that any so other funny. bowls ever stop by. Too much. Most of the too time much. they don't stop by. What <laughs> what color do you think the bowl is? Blue. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You knew that. <laughs> uh forward march says my wife needless needlessly woke me up from a nap yesterday to tell me about her friend's weight loss so i woke her up at 3 a.m to tell her about my new lawnmower Ooh. Hmm. yeah none turn of around is fair play i guess <laughs> <laughs> mommy al says my husband went to the grocery store this morning which was super helpful so now I'm headed to the grocery to get all the things we need. Well, if he's going, send him with a list. I, I think that's common yeah. for most, but I mean, not in our circumstances yeah. because you're really good, but yeah. 
also bringing out the big guns on Elizabeth's first day on the show. Uh, here's this week's By the Numbers, who we are, what we do, and why we're kooky. A statistical look at uh, odd things we do. 11% of women say they shave their legs every day. So 11 out of 100 women shave their legs every day. I can see that. I, I guess really that's kind of felt like that would be a higher number. I kind of so thought it might be a little bit higher. Uh, now, this is concerning. 14% of adults, so 14 out of 100, say thanks to the pandemic, they no longer wear deodorant. What? So uh, social distancing. I would say to you, social distancing 12 feet to stop the spread of B.O. <laughs> That is a statistic we just don't need to be a part of. We need to up that number of the people wearing deodorant. I mean, come on, guys. Six feet is good for COVID. Twelve feet is required for BO. I'm going to go with 24. (laughs) (laughs) Take no chances. (laughs) 23% say they have beautiful feet. Okay. Um, I have a fun fact here, but it's day one. I'll save it. I was going to say, don't 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 I'll fire all your bullets on day one. I'll save I mean, it. you've come out with archery, so I know it's another fun fact about me, but we'll, we'll save it. Seventy-one percent of adults say they eat unhealthy food behind their significant other's back. Uh, okay. I mean, even if I were doing that, I don't think it would be a secret because there's context clues. <laughs> <laughs> The cat is, we're going to know at some point what you've been doing. I'm just saying, I mean, if I were the epitome of good health, it might be a surprise to go, he's eating unhealthy behind my back. Now, it's pretty obvious what's going on. And 9% of us say we don't miss hugging because we never did it before the pandemic anyway. (laughs) Are hugs weird now? Are hugs going to be weird? Everybody now. I don't. I don't know that I consciously do that. It, it's just what it's turned into. I don't know. I, I guess I'm a hugger, right? I mean, I'm a hugger, but I don't do it obviously now. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Elizabeth, what's your position on nuts? What a strange question. <laughs> We're doing we're, we're doing ground we're we're doing some uh, we're taking grounders on the infield now we're just seeing okay, how you so can you field this grounder cleanly I, I can so walnuts are my favorite okay. I don't really care for the others all right no no to cashews no uh, no to peanuts I mean if they have sugar and cinnamon on them I'm all about it how can a baseball fan say she doesn't like peanuts well you know. I guess I'm a strange person I okay. don't know well in I'm the news in the news today some good news about almonds. So almonds get a bad rap that they're high in calories and high in fat and that, but because of their construct, they're 20%, they're not as 20% as uh, calorically rich or fat rich as they're advertised to be because of the way that the body processes them. But I find that I always eat 20% more almonds than I'm supposed to eat anyway, so it's a net neutral thing. Is this your late night snack? <laughs> no, I don't eat almonds that often, but when I get into some, I go, boy, those are good. I think I'll have, I'll think I'll have 120% of what I should. So really, I just gave it all back. But I do think that the almond is a perfect delivery device for chocolate. 
Okay, I have I to agree. agree with that. <laughs> I mean, chocolate and bacon make everything better. Ooh, have you heard about the new twisted bacon? No. It's Please all the tell. rage on TikTok. Okay, I don't have TikTok, so no, what is I? it? Twist, I have no interest in the Twisted <laughs> bacon trend supposedly makes the crispiest and chewiest bacon available. TikTokers are ditching frying pans to make their bacon. Instead, home chefs are getting crispy strips by twisting and baking their bacon slices. This started going viral in mid-March with the hashtag Twisted Bacon. Bacon twist or bacon twists, which have about a dozens uh, have dozens of videos that have garnered lots of views. So, baking the twisted strips at 375 degrees for 30 to 35 minutes resulted in the crispiest and chewiest bacon that one user had ever had. Okay, I have to admit, I do eat twisted bacon, but I, it's not really this type of twisted bacon. I like to wrap my asparagus in bacon, <gasps> and then I put Cajun mm. seasoning on it. So I guess I've been a fan of the Twisted Bacon. It's just a remix version. Bacon-wrapped asparagus. With Cajun seasoning. With Cajun seasoning on it's the outside. good stuff, I'm going to need you to do that for and, me. And then do the you... No, she needs to do that for you. <laughs> she knows how to do it. Uh, do you? Then you bake it? Yes. 375 until it's however you like your bacon. Okay. Um, you'll, you'll not be surprised that people have... Uh, People have questions. They don't. They don't know. They don't know a lot about you, Elizabeth. Okay. So, where where are you on the salty versus sweet scale? If it's chocolate, I'm all about it. Okay. If it's, I mean, I just love food. Let's be honest. Okay. I love all types of food. I really don't discriminate against food really at all. But you like sweets. I love me some sweets. Okay. Uh, but and but you sounds like you really like chocolate. But where are you, say, on a food like Skittles? Mm, I could take it or leave it, but I'm only going to eat the green ones. Only the green ones? It's kind of like jelly beans. We talked about jelly beans earlier. I only like the green jelly beans. But is this some weird quirk, or is it just because you like the flavor best? I like the flavor best, but if I'm going to, I have to sort through them all, and they have to be separate. Maybe I'm a little OCD. Skittles has a new variety called Shriekers. They're kind of in the, the Halloween kind of vein. They're available on stores. I'm not a huge Skittles fan, but they continue to be innovative. The Skittles Shriekers, beware, try if you dare. So be real careful with those. You may get into some trouble. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're on In the Know. Don't you worry about a thing. Don't you worry about a thing. Did you know? Before we, before I give you, did you know? I'm going to ask uh, Beej and Elizabeth if I said I'm low on vitamin C. I need to do something, and I don't mean take a vitamin. But if I need a boost in vitamin C, what food would I go get? Go ahead. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Um, vitamin C. Uh, oranges? Okay. Okay. Good. I was going to say oranges You're as gonna well. You're going to say oranges? Did you know oranges aren't even in the top ten list of foods when it oh, comes dear. to vitamin C levels? I did not. So when you go get them, there are at least ten other foods that are higher in vitamin C than oranges. But successful marketing campaigns... Paint your perception about food. So the Florida orange growers, when they were advertising oranges and orange juice, 
they said, hey, it's got a high amount of vitamin C. And so now we all just think when we need vitamin C, we have oranges. So I think I found my intro song, and it was what you just played. You can't have Stevie Wonder. Yeah. No, stupid, stupid. Man. It's, I don't know. It's not. I love Stevie Wonder's Don't You Worry About a Thing. Can it be but, something just as catchy? Because that made me want to dance. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just listen. I these things happen organically. They're a lot like nicknames. You're not, you're first and foremost. You're not going to be able to pick it. Okay. Ultimately, it's my choice. Unless you count for ultimately, it's your choice whether you show up or not. Okay, so if, so can we compromise and say that if I get a nickname, I at least get to pick that. I don't I don't want to be Liz or Beth. Typically, E is is what I'm called if I'm not Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. You won't get to pick your nickname, but I don't think he would ever nickname you something that you did not want. How's that? Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Right? Hmm. Or Lizzie. Only my grandmother gets to call me that. <laughs> because of um, Lizzie McGuire? No, I just don't li- feel like I'm a Lizzie. Lizzie Borden? She calls or me Lizzie Lou. Lizzie Lou. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I probably wouldn't do that. I, Yeah, I don't I don't know. The, again, some, and sometimes they just don't happen for whatever reason. Sometimes the situation doesn't call for one. <laughs> so you don't necessarily have to have it. But that's the number one rule. You don't get to pick your own nickname. No one does. Are you all ready for the Oscars this Sunday? By your silence, I will take that as a yes. Uh, I'm ready for the after pictures. Do, do you have a favorite for best movie? No. No. Nor do I. I didn't even know they were going to have Oscars this year. No, this because is new news. I, I don't understand. Have we had movies? It, that's my point. How do you have an award show about Oscars when there have been no movies to watch? But apparently there are some movies that have been on Netflix or they've been direct to on demand there are uh, only 46% of people polled had heard of, not seen and enjoyed, not even seen, just heard of Judas and the Black Messiah. And that is the nominee with the highest awareness among its competitors. The last, the least heard of movie is Mank, which is a look at the Hollywood and the making of Citizen Kane. And only 18% of people knew that best picture exists at all. I do want to watch The Trial of the Chicago 7. That's an Aaron Sorkin production that I think I would like, but it's the only movie I'm aware of that has any type of Oscar buzz that I might even want to, that I might want to look. I'm a TV show fan, but not a movie fan. I just, just the incentive to go to the movie theater has yeah. kind of <laughs> dissipated to me. Mm-hmm. Netflix subscriber, you knew it was only a matter of time. Netflix subscriber growth slowing. As the pandemic winds down. Yeah. Netflix consumer, subscriber? Very much so. Do you pay for it yourself or are you stealing somebody's password? Pay for it. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Very good. That's an important question to answer. Um, I don't know that if it's solely the fact that the pandemic is slowing down, but because of so many rivals now between Disney Plus and Discovery Plus and Hulu and Peacock and all the other available, you know, Amazon Prime Video. Netflix was there first. And so when we all had to stay home, they got our dollars originally. But once you go in there and pick all the oranges off the tree, it takes a while for new oranges to grow. And you go back there. And so you kind of say, well, wait a minute. I'm, I'm tired of going to this restaurant. I'm going to go somewhere else. And so you spend your money there. So I don't think it's solely pandemic 
but it's cyclical like all things. And I kind of sometimes worry for the future of Netflix because they've spent so much money on content for new content that was paused in production that it's not far enough along in the pipeline that it might retain subscribers mm-hmm. because I, do you have a favorite show on Netflix right now that you're watching? Well, it was Bridgerton and now the Duke is not coming back. And yeah, so Duke is out. It's just very heartbreaking. Well, uh, are you about finished with Peaky Blinders? I've no. not started Peaky Blinders. Well, I take that back. I um, started. I didn't care for it. I'm not about finished. No. Okay. I mean, You're I'm on getting what, Season three. Um, I think. Yeah, I would something have to, like I think yeah. when you told no. me the other day you were on 3-3. Three, three. I thought it was 4-4. Four, four. I oh, thought it was 5-5. Five, five. I don't know. <laughs> How I Met Your Mother, uh, Hillary Duff will star in a sequel mm-hmm. to the series. So How I Met Your Mother turns into How I Met Your Father. It's a 10-episode series order for uh, starring Hillary Duff. Did Hillary Duff, does she play Lizzie she McGuire? She was Lizzie McGuire. Yes. Okay. So how do you feel about Hillary Duff? Are you, are you all adversarial or? I like the adult version of Hillary Duff. Okay. Well, I watched the show with Anna, like on Nickelodeon or whatever. <laughs> so. Queen Elizabeth's brand. I didn't know. I was reminded yesterday that we, not only do we share uh, a, our anniversary with Alea's birthday, but we also share it with Queenie's birthday. And I don't, I don't mean that E. I don't mean that Queen E over there. I mean QE two, Queen Elizabeth II of Great Britain. Do you all, do people mix you all up sometimes? I do have a nickname of Queen. Hmm. Fun fact. Okay. Of well, today, I mean that comes again. very natural because yeah. of because qu- of the original of Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Maybe is your namesake. I don't know, but she turned ninety five yesterday. So congrats to her. But. Uh, we are finding out in the world who who has bigger brand influence, Queen Elizabeth or that scoundrel that interviewed Meghan and Harry. <laughs> the Brits might look at Oprah as a scoundrel for trying to be a rabble rouser and cause trouble. But come to find out, numbers crunched by the German research platform Statistica for the True Royalty TV found the head of the British state was not only more talked about than Oprah, but her brand recognition also exceeded the profile of Beyonce, Kim Kardashian, Bill Gates, and the Obamas. I mean, she's wow. 95. She is 95. She's so. the oldest monarch, maybe the oldest monarch ever, for all I know. Uh, but just to show you her long, you know, her her long time, her, is it still a reign? I mean, they're kind of they're kind of so. figureheads. I guess it's a, it's a it reign yeah. as queen. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not doing off with their heads and all that stuff anymore. So I don't know. But of all the commonwealths that Great Britain had over the centuries and throughout the decades, certainly in the 20th century, she she's more well known. I mean, there are people on other continents that have never heard of Oprah Winfrey, but have heard of Queen Elizabeth. And again. Not that one over there. The one that's wearing <laughs> the pink hat on your TV screen. I just hope that I live to be 95. Do you? I do. Yeah, with conditions. Me, me too, with conditions. <laughs> that's a long time. <laughs> I'd rather pick my conditions than pick my age, I think. <laughs> Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Happy birthday yesterday to Queen Elizabeth II, by the way. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got chart toppers, point to ponder, pearl of wisdom, and more. That's all ahead here on In the Know.
MB's point to ponder for today. How long was everyone's hair a year ago today? So we were, you know, what, uh, hairdressers. Hairdressers got canceled about mid-March. I'm just trying to remember what color mine was. Well, that's right. there was a lot of variation in color. <laughs> a lot of persons were very revealed. They were outed. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm funny not how my color for a, a long time, but yeah, it, it's kind of funny how quickly we forgot the trauma involved with not being able to get a haircut. I did not forget that trauma. <laughs> I will never forget that trauma. You, you will not. It no. was, uh, and then I was always. Uh, I remember seeing Sheriff Chaffins, who obviously is married to a stylist. And Lauren does a wonderful job, but he was the only one who always, you know, had he was clean cut. He was getting his hair cut, even though no one else was. I had so to learn how to cut dad's hair. That was see. interesting. Oh my. Yeah. Oh my, it's <laughs> right for him. It's a condition <laughs> Poor thing. Change a lot. I know we're not out of the woods on the pandemic yet, but at least we don't all look like cousin it. True. So that's that's helpful. Uh, on television tonight, the season nineteen finale of Hell's Kitchen on Fox. And right on cue on PBS, it's a documentary about Greta Thunberg. A year to change the world uh, since it's Earth Day. They're focusing on uh, climate change and things like that. I told you earlier in the week that A&E was launching a new show called Hustle and Toe. And that uh, <laughs> at some point, I think it was on Tuesday when you weren't uh, when you weren't here, Miss Buckles. But uh, I shared that one day we had gotten like stuck watching. We were enamored with this Miami Beach towing show. <laughs> And I don't know why, but to see the things that tow truck, like if you think that I understand that law enforcement and paramedics and people like frontline people, they deal with a lot of grief, but ultimately police officers are doing a job to help people, to help someone, you know, whether it's one side or the other side, paramedics and firefighters are there to help rescue someone. Nobody likes a tow truck driver. No. I mean, unless you're on the side of the road and you call for them, but in big cities where you park where you're not supposed to and your car's about to get towed, you don't like the tow truck driver. So Hustle and Flow is three or four different tow companies around the country. One's in Atlanta. Hustle and Flow? Is that really what it's called? Hustle and Tow. Oh, Sorry. It was I was emu- like, that was a movie. It was emulating. It's a play on words of the movie, but Hustle and Tow is good. <laughs> anyway, we watched the first episode last night. It was really good. Did okay. you like it? Uh, it I mean, yes. You didn't like it, was, it as much as I did. Not as much as you did, but I can just imagine funny. that if that is what your your career is, your profession, that when you're introduced to someone, I'm probably not going to say I'm a tow truck driver. Yeah. I'm probably going to say I'm a recovery specialist. Anything. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I mean, we teach our kids. Well, there are a couple of different types of parents. There are parents that teach their kids be respectful to everyone that you run into, and that has a tendency to follow you through life. But then we do give special deference, though, to the helpers, mm-hmm. <clears throat> fire, police, nurses, doctors, etc. Most parents never sit their kids down and go, be nice to the tow truck driver. <laughs> Maybe more people should. <laughs> Maybe they should. <laughs> well, and we just... don't have enough time today, but I have a really good story for tow truck, you know, drivers. So, okay. Oh, uh, yes, you do. Yes, I really yes, do. do and so I respect them, and I like them a lot. 
They well, helped me out. In this case, they were a helper. Yes. Though they weren't mm-hmm. causing you grief. Though yeah, towing I didn't your do car wrong. from right. the from the club, right. which was happening last yes. night. They were people were people girls, were going to the um, club, and there were eighteen cars <laughs> yeah. parked in an illegal parking zone, and the tow company came through and towed all of them. And once they're on the hook, you're on the hook for paying. <laughs> and it was. Uh, we don't All really the girls de- were really the mad. At the club. Out here in God's country, we really don't deal with these types of issues. You know, we we just park we don't wherever. Have to club here. Wherever you find a wherever you find a place to put your car is generally okay. Or if you see you're parked illegally, they say, "Hey, they call you up on the phone. Hey, go move your car." Yeah. All right. We they typically don't tow first and then call later. I'm sorry, I liked it so much. Uh, today's highlight in history in this date in 2005, Zacharias Massawi pled guilty in a federal courtroom outside Washington to conspiracy of the 9-11 attacks. In 1889, the Oklahoma land rush began. I mean, one of them last night was two of those big wreckers. A, a tractor trailer had gone yet, right? off the road, <laughs> had gone down an embankment 70 or 80 feet, and was laying over in a lake bed. And it was all turned over, and it's the tow truck driver company. It's their job to get it hauled back up on the road and removed. And I was, I was, that's amazing how they do that. They took, it was like an elaborate. just like the problem solving of it. I think so. I think the <laughs> elaborate game of Tinker Toys. You know, they had hooks here, and you pull on this side, and I'll rotate this thing. It's an engineering It's like marble. towing Jenga. It's exactly oh. what it was. It's a puzzle. I like it. Birthdays today. Jack Nicholson is 84. Peter Frampton is 71. Paul Carrick is 70. There you go. There's a there's a promo for you. Uh, Peter Frampton is 71. Paul Carrick from Mike and the Mechanics is 70 today. Just be prepared. If you If you bite on this, you'll be locked in. You better have two or three hours to share or spin. Sherry Shepard is 54 today. Machine Gun Kelly is 31. Gone but not forgotten. By Heritage Media. Not your turn yet. Vladimir Lenin, 1870. Uh, Robert Oppenheimer in 1904. Aaron Spelling in 1923. Tori Spelling's dad, famous television producer. Charlotte Ray was born in 1926. Elizabeth, you don't know who Charlotte Ray is. No, who is that? Mrs. G from The Facts of Life. Yeah. Beach, no you probably don't know her either, do you? <laughs> Just, I know of, but not really know. And Glenn Campbell, the Rhinestone Cowboys, number one in 1936, uh, was born in 1936. Speaking of number ones, we're really kind of out of time anyway, but let's see if we can get a couple of chart toppers. This is the Marcells, number one in 1961 with Blue Moon. Elizabeth, have you ever heard that song before? Yes. Okay. All right. Good. You passed test number one. Woohoo! <laughs> what were you born in? 91? 91. Yeah. The big three wow. zero. I remember it was within a year ago that you turned 30, but I didn't know if you were. January. One had snuck by again. Uh, let's go to 1970. I think we're going to go to 1970. Yeah. The Beatles were number one. When I find myself in time you've heard this song before, yes? Yes. Okay, good. It's because you've had good raisin. you got parents. I know your true. parents. They've done a good job yeah. musically rounding you out. And uncles, too. 
uncles and grandmother. Absolutely. You've got you've had a full complement of musical influence. Correct. Do you have a favorite? Is your favorite song? Uh, the Brian Adams song from uh, the Robin Hood movie because you're so much about archery? No? As Pocahontas. <laughs> no. No, it's not. It's Billy Joel. Really? We didn't start the fire. Very Billy favorite Joel, concert, we didn't too. start wow. the fire. Yes. Wow. Interesting. 1979, Amy Stewart was number one with Knock on Wood. I think I better knock, knock, knock on wood. All right. Uh, the other chart toppers for today. Where do Broken Hearts go? Whitney Houston in 88. You Were Meant for Me, Jewel in 97. Rascal Flatts, What Hurts the Most in 06. And Uptown Funk was number one six years ago today. I better not. On wood. All right. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. I think this is, uh, when I read this, I thought, yes, this is right on. Better to be the one who smiled than the one who didn't smile back. Better to be the one who smiled than the one who didn't smile back. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Elizabeth Mudadir, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky, WKHG Litchfield, Kentucky, USA, 104.9 FM, the Twin Lakes, Best Man, K105. Your news starts now.